Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. We're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. The mouthpieces of globalism have long traded the safety of everyday Americans for a vague rallying cry of combating racism to harness the power they obsess over, abandoning any responsibility for the terrorism they have lured across our border. And so when the President of the United States says about undocumented immigrants, these aren't people, these are animals, you have to wonder, does he not believe in the spark of divinity, the dignity and worth of every person? We have racists. And they've existed, they've tried to get elected president. He's the first one that has. We do not stifle dissent. We do not otherize or sow hatred. And we certainly never say, go back to your country, to a brown or a black person, because that is a racist trope. Just testified to Congress back in 2016 that special interest aliens do not necessarily have connections to terrorism. As Stephanie pointed out, that they often mean that they have travel patterns that uh, go to countries where you get secondary screening or you are from a country where there may have been terrorists at some time. So to suggest that they are terrorists is just, it's a lot. The unyielding gaslighting projected from the Democrats has smothered crucial intel on the infiltration of cells all across a wide open United States that an unsuspecting public must be aware of before the hammer falls yet again on American soil. On the morning of September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers in the military combat train pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10, 2001. That is... Until stories like this bubbled to the surface as a New Mexico man was indicted for allegedly trying to provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. 45-year-old Herman Wilson has been trying to help militant Islamist group ISIS since at least 2020. Federal documents filed by the U.S. Attorney's Office say the Albuquerque man wanted to go to Egypt to support the terrorist organization, even using the online platform Telegram to recruit others. A confidential informant recruited through Telegram told investigators Wilson was training them how to fight on behalf of the terrorist organization and drove them to Kirtland Air Force Base to show them how, quote, easy it was to get through security. A federal grand jury indicted Herman LaVon Wilson, also known as 
Bilal Moonmin Abdullah, Wilson attempted to create an Islamic State Center in New Mexico that would offer ISIS ideology teachings and provide training in tactical maneuvers and martial arts. The center was allegedly meant to serve as a safe haven for individuals preparing to travel and fight on behalf of ISIS in the United States and abroad. This according to the same Department of Justice that has turned a blind eye to the creeping cartel dominance on U.S. soil with a growing allegiance to these terrorists. The evidence of terrorism crossing our border is numerous, as the Washington Times reported on June 16th of this year that the Border Patrol agents nabbed 15 people at the southern border in May who were on the FBI's terrorist screening database, showing the free-for-all along the U.S.-Mexico boundary is un Abated. The number of people on the terrorist watch list caught crossing the border is a record for any month, equaling all of 2021 and more than the Border Patrol found from 2017 to 2020 combined. Contrary to the fantasies of Saul Linsky's egotistical neophytes jabbering away on the idiot box, the threat is very real. John reporting. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. So glad you're here with us this morning. We have a lot to talk about. The purge continues. The war on patriots rolls on. Also, real war. Also, legitimate state versus state on the verge of nuclear annihilation war is heating up around the country and we're going to we're going to take a look at that today as well. We'll have it. We'll have an international character to today's show. We'll be taking your calls throughout the program and boy do I have a, a swell collection of videos for you today, folks. Just Oh, it's horrible. It's all horrible. So let's just get into it. Here it is. Your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Tuesday, the 13th of September, 2022. Donald Trump's surprise visit to Washington, D.C. sparks arrest speculation. Donald Trump made a surprise and unannounced visit to Washington, D.C. on Sunday, prompting speculation and rumors about the reason for his trip. A video of Trump arising at, uh, arriving at Dulles Airport in Virginia, an airport frequently used by those heading to the Capitol, was posted online by freelance reporter Andrew Layden. The former president can be seen getting out of a plane and hopping into a vehicle waiting on the asphalt. Trump appears to be wearing golf shoes and a white polo top. A motorcade of vehicles then drives away with Layden suggesting Trump was heading to his golf course in D.C., Dun, dun, dun. I mean, it's really amazing seeing the speculation about this from what do they call them, Blue Anon. What's what's the corollary to QAnon? The the left wing conspiracy theorists <laughs> will dig into the images. They're like Trump got off the plane. He's wearing golf shoes. That means that he was pulled off of a golf course. It means that they didn't even give him time to go home and change. They arrested him and they yanked him right off of. The, the green on hole number three, he, they didn't even give him time to, to change his shoes. And like later that day, 
he's on a golf course and they're like, yeah, see, see what I mean? See what I, he was, he's golfing. It's his, the last, it's his last chance to golf in freedom. They're, they're giving him a, they're giving him a chance to, to enjoy his final day in freedom. It's just, it's, you know, I guess they're not used to conspiracy theories. You, you're, you're doing everything backwards. You guys take it from a professional conspiracy theorist. You're supposed to take the evidence and then form a theory around that evidence what you're doing is living in a fantasy world where you have what you want to be happening and then you pick and choose so-called evidence that comports to your theory but then when you have other evidence that demolishes that theory you either ignore it or just lie about it because you're bad at this that left wing that left wing conspiracy alley you're thinking of is uh, MSNBC. Yes, MSNBC, that's right. Yes, the the far left fringe conspiracy theorists like MSNBC, CNN, the White House and everyone on Twitter with a blue check mark. You also forgot about the grainy footage. Yeah, the, the gra- uh, <laughs> you're right. The minute and a half clip by Kelly O'Donnell herself, blue check mark. That's right. We we're She's full got- on Full on a uh, uh, Bigfoot style filming through the bushes, grainy. <laughs> She's been stalking Trump, and uh, I didn't see him playing once. I didn't see one swing. Is Trump Bigfoot? Maybe Trump is Bigfoot. Maybe that's the the issue. He's been spending his off time in the woods of the Pacific Northwest. Bigfoot little hands. <laughs> oh my God. It's all coming together. It's not that his hands are small, it's that they're out of proportion to his giant feet. Florida. All right. All right. Moving on here. DHS chief says biggest. Oh, another. Well, right. Another wild eyed and baselessly speculative conspiracy theorist. The head of the DHS. DHS chief says biggest terror threat in America. Uh, I'm sorry. Biggest terror threat is Americans radicalized by online narratives. If we just feed this through the rhetoric machine, you can see that what he's saying is the biggest threat to America right now is your First Amendment right. Uh, the biggest threat to America right now is enumerated. Luckily, we have a we have a fancy little list. We, we don't even need Alejandro Mayorkas, Insmith, look worm scumbag. Uh, we we have a list already. It's called the Bill of Rights. Top terror threats: one, freedom of speech; two, guns. Right? I mean, just you can just go down the list. Uh, it's incredible. The demonization of, Mar- of Americans continued on the anniversary of 9/11. With DHS Chief Alejandro Mayorkas suggesting the biggest terror threat was domestic extremists radicalized by false narratives propagated on online platforms. The Homeland Security Secretary made the comments during an appearance on MSNBC. Mayorkas said last year that white extremists are the greatest threat to America and put out terror alerts painting opponents of COVID lockdowns and people who don't trust the Biden regime as potential domestic terrorists. He's right. You know, the white people he's talking about are the ones in balaclavas with Antifa flags. You know, if Think only- about it. They, they've been radicalized by propaganda on Russia, Russia, Russia. He, he wasn't lying. If only that's what he meant. If only that's what he meant. He wasn't lying. Matt, probably, I, if I had to guess, I'd say the biggest threat to America right now is, you know, the border that Alejandro Mayorkas is in charge of. 
Border Patrol chief says memo clearing migrant release into U.S. after Title 42 end is unprecedented. The head of Border Patrol stated that an internal U.S. Customs and Border Protection guidance memo from May clearing border agents to release illegal migrants into the interior of the U.S. in anticipation of a surge at the border if Title 42 is officially terminated is unprecedented in the 31 years he's been with the agency. It's not just unprecedented in the last 31 years. It's unprecedented in the history of America. Hell, I would say it's unprecedented in the last, oh, 1600 years or so. I mean, the last time that a state of this size had border protection this porous and this open, it was probably the Roman Empire. You know, it was the Roman Republic. At the very end, you understand. It was the Roman state at the very end of its existence that had this sort of open border. But other than that, the idea that the government of a country would actually facilitate and actually perform the operation of bringing in unvetted foreigners into the interior of its country, that concept is entirely unprecedented in the history of the world, (laughs) except for the few times where it's happened in the past at the end stages of an empire or a republic as they open the border and fill their ranks with ranks of the military with foreign actors. Yes, it's all coming to an end it's all happening on purpose it's all being manufactured and created for the benefit of the very few multinational psychopaths that are driving everything meanwhile we are going to talk about a lot of uh, far-flung theaters of war in this episode armenia says 49 soldiers killed in clashes with azerbaijan armenia said tuesday that at least 49 of its soldiers had been killed in clashes along the border with azerbaijan after a sharp escalation in hostilities that prompted big powers to call for restraint i'm telling you that video we watched last week like messed me up i can't read stuff like this without being like people don't know where utah is What am I talking about? Armenia and Azerbaijan. These are countries, folks. These are countries. They're countries on the far side of the world. Armenia is the oldest Christian country in the history of the world. Turkey is involved in this whole mess. We're over there in the Caucasus regions. It's just, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. It's just, I swear, that video messed me up. That video messed me up. Just every time I'm reading something like Azerbaijan, just like, do people even know what Azerbaijan is? Then I remember... There are people in this country that don't know what Utah is, so maybe I'm maybe I'm asking too much the American people, but we'll get into this. We'll talk about this. This has been a long, simmering conflict that may be boiling over, and we'll also be talking about Greece and Turkey as that conflict heats up in direct and exacting timeline as laid out by the uh, prophecy, prophecy of uh, St. Pasios on the island of Mount Athos. So we'll get into that as well. Finally, we have this. Biden outlines ambitious moonshot effort to reduce cancer deaths in the U.S. Cancer moonshot speech he gave. It was, again, a bumbling diatribe of embarrassment and and stupidity and Alzheimer's events. We'll get into it. It was a moonshot, but unlike, you know, we will go to the moon in 10 years. It was like, we will do something with cancer, maybe, and it might get better, except it won't. mRNA, we're going to inject you more. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. 
There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Ultimate fish oil is back in stock at infowarstore.com. What does ultimate mean? That's just our name for the best, the highest grade. What this concentrated anchovy oil, pure Arctic krill oil, and high-quality wild-caught salmon oil does for your brain, your heart, your cardiovascular system, and for your entire body's functions is insane. Regular low-grade fish oil in all the studies does outstanding things. This is the highest grade, and it's not been pasteurized, it's not been boiled, so it has its original effects intact. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com today and get Ultimate Fish Oil finally back in stock for 50% off. For our regular fans or big supporters, you're going to love it. You already know how great it is. But for folks who have been on the fence, experience Ultimate Fish Oil for yourself. Try taking some before bedtime and see what happens with your dreams. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back to the American Journal. You know, maybe we should maybe we should start like a daily segment. It'll be like the daily man in the arena segment. It'll be, it'll be a little a little promotional thing. It'll be like it'll be like the Budweiser. You know, real what was that? What was their thing that Owen did a parody of one time? Real real men of genius. Isn't that what it was called? kind of like that it's the real man in the arena the real people getting involved of course the man in the arena is the new series of coins available now at infowarsstore.com 0.999 pure silver there's only 10,000 of these coins have been minted that sounds like a lot but not when it comes to the infowars audience these things are getting snapped up at a rapid rate so make sure you can get your founding member series or i'm sorry your uh Man in the Arena series, the founder, mem- the founding member series of Collectible Silver Rounds launched last year and was hugely successful because this is not just a way to support InfoWars. It's an investment. It's a precious metal that will not tarnish, will not lose its luster and can be passed down to your kids or grandkids or buried in your backyard and dug up in the late stages of the coming apocalypse, whatever you want to do with it, <laughs> trade it for trade it for ammo uh, during the purge, whatever you want to do, it's entirely up to you. There's only 10,000 of them, and they're now available on InfoWarsStore.com, the one-ounce man in the arena, Theodore Roosevelt, silver round. Really a beautiful work of art that you can own at InfoWarsStore.com. 
And, of course, it symbolizes the man in the arena. And, you know, much like that Shakespeare line, all the world's a stage, all the world's an arena. Our whole existence is an arena. And there's blood on the sand. Do you want to be one of the viewers of this sitting up in the stands just watching the action play out? Or do you want to be in the arena fighting with everything you've got and changing the course of history to your design? I think I know the answer. If you're watching this, you're probably in that latter category. You're probably, well, spiritually aligned with but frankly not quite as involved as the great Tim Lasley. Tim Lasley is, of course, bullhorner-in-chief of the uh, Seattle area. And he, yesterday, bullhorned Ball Gates, as he puts it. He bullhorned Bill Gates as he exited his helicopter in Blaine, Washington. Let's go now to clip number 20 and info warrior extraordinaire, Tim Lasley. for that tim lasley is today's man in the arena calling out bill gates with his gay little walk just the way he walks let's roll that tape again you can just see he's got this like he like leans back a lot i mean they all look like lizards they all look like the most unhealthy deformed humanoid monsters the world has ever seen there's uh, Tim Lasley letting Bill Gates know that he doesn't just get to uh, run roughshod over humanity without a little bit of pushback. And the Guardian.com has this story from today. The strain is the worst in my lifetime. How Bill Gates is staying optimistic. Oh, dear. Oh, my. We feel so much for the once richest man in the world. This mass murderer who's caused the death and disfiguration of tens of thousands around the world with his tainted vaccines. Oh, oh, is it hard getting yelled at? Oh, dear. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is your private helicopter trip uh, interrupted by a plebeian telling you to, to get ready to face the trials and possibly the wall? Oh, oh poor guy. Darn it. COVID and Ukraine war were major setbacks in the pursuit of global development goals. What? What? Okay, I'm going to have to revisit this this story. COVID and the Ukraine war were major setbacks in in the pursuit of global development goals, the philanthropist admits, but cutting back on aid would be tragic. There has not been two greater events to accelerate the so-called global development goals than COVID-19 in the Ukraine war. So you just know how backwards and ridiculous this article is. But poor, poor old Bill Gates. His wife divorced him because he hung out with a pedophile on an island. And now he's getting yelled at while he's getting off of his helicopter. It's just, gosh, it's so tough. So tough for old Billy. Ridiculous dirtbag. I'm going to go to another clip here. Here's another man in the arena, Dr. Reiner Fulmik, breaking down the Great Reset in a way that only he can. Let's go now to clip number six. 
But here's the thing. When you people have to understand what's really going on, it's not enough that you think that maybe I'm going to have to bow to authority. It's important to understand, to see the whole picture. It's important to understand what you mentioned a while ago, that this is about life and death. It's about population reduction. This is no mistake. They're not being acting negligently. They're acting on purpose. Let us take yes. a brief look just so that people understand what I'm talking about. There is another slide about the New World Order. It's both in English and in German. And it spells out exactly where we are and where we're headed right now. See this? At the bottom, you have the English translation. At the uh, bottom, you have the German translation. It's the New World Order Agenda, the analysis. The first step is destabilization. We've been through that. That's restricting economic freedom, increasing the volume of money, produce conflict, pro promote fear, over-regulating of current legal system. That's exactly what we're seeing. Second step is deconstruction. That's where we are right now. Inflation, lower purchasing power, bankruptcies, restriction of economic freedom, suspension of current arrangement systems. And the third step is reconstruction, setting up a new financial system. Then they will pop up and play the savior. Those who are trying to kill us will all of a sudden pop up and play the savior, assume the role as a savior in times of need. Universal ba basic income is what they're going to offer us. Centralization through supranational structures. And the final step is the end result, control over all resources, Transfer of personal responsibility and global laws. This is not a conspiracy theory. You can read it in the Great Reset. Yeah. This is not a conspiracy theory. But if people do not understand this, they will not make the right choices. But very well spoken, Golan. You put it, you hit the nail on the head. Thank you very much. Yeah, folks, it, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's just a conspiracy not that complicated it's just the richest and most powerful people in the world getting together to you know, secretly impose their will on the rest of humanity it's really not that complicated it's all very simple very evil very deceptive very despicable but not that complicated it's a conspiracy one just look at these headlines from reuters World faces unprecedented global hunger crisis, UN chief says, going into 2023. World Food Program warns of global food catastrophe, looming global catastrophe. The world could run out of food by 2023, major studies say, and the reports go on and on. We told you this was a designed program by the globalists two and a half years ago. We told you energy and food prices would explode, and now they're up more than 40% in the U.S. alone. Some areas of the world, they're up over 100%. The only way you beat inflation and protect yourself and your family is with high-quality, storable food ready to ship right now at preparetoday.com. At a very rare sale of 10% off site-wide, not just on storable food, but survival and preparedness items is happening right now. 10% off at preparetoday.com. And on top of it, any order above $99 gets free shipping. That is a huge part of the cost of storable food. So go to preparetoday.com and protect yourself and your family while you still can. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Obviously, war breaking out on the Mediterranean. We'll get into that. Lots of politics to talk about the full-on purge of Trump supporters throughout the country. Continues. But I got a little distracted. I got distracted by this Guardian article. The strain is the worst of my lifetime. How Bill Gates is staying optimistic. <laughs> I love the, I love that they try to like they write the headline as if as if we're worried about Bill Gates's optimism. Oh gosh, does he but does he still is he still in a good mood? I want to know if he's still in a good mood or not. And they're like, "Don't worry. He is. Things are going according to plan." Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. But I was wondering about this because it says COVID and Ukraine war were major setbacks in the pursuit of global development goals. The philanthropist admits philanthropist, right? I think that uh, it's always sunny scene. I'm trying to remember the word philanthropist and it comes out full on rapist. It, it, you might as well replace the words one with the other. And when they say philanthropist, what they mean is they have excessive amounts of money that they pour into political programs to program humanity into their desired structures. See, Bill Gates is a nerd. He's a contemptible nerd. So he wants humanity to be like a microchip. He wants little people in their little roles, doing their little jobs, not getting, not doing what they want. You know, computers don't just do whatever the heck they want. Computers don't just get up and move and they don't just, you know, make their own choices or disagree with you or question you or decide that they don't want to do their job anymore and and want to go do something else. Computers are simple. They're easy to program. They work in the way that they're supposed to. It's a simple mathematical equation. Humanity, ah, it's unpredictable. It's wild. It's chaotic. It's exciting. That scares Bill Gates because he wants to control humanity. He wants all of us arrayed out like a motherboard. And uh, when a group of people is no longer serving the purpose of the computer that Bill Gates is trying to program, you just do away with them or repurpose them or whatever. It doesn't have to – you know, you don't have to ask the computer for permission. You don't have to take the computer's feelings into consideration. That's how he sees humanity because, again, he's a contemptible nerd. But I was wondering about this. What could they possibly mean? COVID and Ukraine war were major setbacks. These are the operating programs. Like, what are you talking about? I, I, I can't even imagine. But I think, I think I got it. I think a good way to illustrate this is the way that I have before. That is to say, I think I've used it with the, the Trump election COVID-19 is another good example, is you've got these people who are threatened by humanity. They want to control humanity. They want to subjugate humanity. They want to eliminate a large swath of humanity. But they know they can't just do that because they know humanity is powerful. They might be the the string pullers. They might be the puppet masters. But they don't have control over our minds. They don't have control over our thoughts or over our behavior to nearly the degree – They wish they could, and certainly not to the degree that would make them invulnerable or safe from humanity itself. They have to contend with humanity. They have to deal with humanity in reality. 
And so humanity to them is like a, like a wild tiger that they're trying to lure into a cage. And that's what they're trying to do, and that's what they've done for the last several decades. Oh, you know, uh, no, this is all about tolerance, get in the cage. Oh, it's all for, you know, benefiting humanity. We're going to make you more prosperous. Just, just get in the cage. No, it's for we're going to save the earth. The environment needs our help, and we're going to come in and save the earth. Just, just get in the cage. And they're luring the tiger into the cage, and COVID was them getting impatient. Was the tiger? About to step into the cage, right? 2016, like we almost elected Hillary Clinton and that would have been hopping into the cage and the door slamming down behind us. But instead, humanity, the tiger that is humanity, started sniffing around, started getting a little bit suspicious, started looking around at the cage and went, oh, what is this? I don't know if I want to go in here and started to sort of backtrack a little bit. And the New World Order, the globalist, who had for decades successfully lured humanity towards the cage, got impatient. They could have gone, oh, oh, ooh, the tiger's getting spooked. Let's back off a little bit. We'll back off. We'll hide the cage a little bit better, and we'll try again to lure them in. They didn't take that tactic. Instead, they're hiding in the bushes outside the cage, and they're reaching out and grabbing the tiger and just trying to pull it in. Guy, so close. Just grab him and pull him into the cage. That's all you have to do. And what happens then? The tiger is like, what the hell's going on? Freaks out and starts running away. And that's sort of what he's saying here. He says, if you look at the rates of childhood vaccinations, then the pandemic was a huge setback. Ah, if you look at the rates of childhood vaccinations, then the pandemic was a huge setback. We're back at 2009 levels of vaccine coverage. See, they tried to grab the tiger. They tried to shove him in the cage. They stopped being tricky and, and you know, tantalizing. Instead, just went with the aggressive approach. And so people went, whoa, this is weird how much you want me to uh, take this vaccine. This is suspicious. This is weird. I'm seeing a cage all of a sudden. I'm seeing... That this vaccine is not trustworthy, but you're pushing it with everything you've got. Maybe I'll look at the other vaccines. Is this, is this the way all vaccines have been? I mean, I've usually trusted vaccines, but now this new COVID one, this is suspicious. Maybe I'll take a look at vaccines as a concept, as a whole. Maybe I'll read some books about it. Maybe I'll you know, read The Real Anthony Fauci by RFK. Maybe I'll see that vaccines have caused massive damage in this country to children, death, disabled mental illness all sorts of crazy stuff and even when times when this was discovered and it was revealed that the vaccines really were incontrovertibly the cause of these major illnesses and death they gave the pharmaceutical companies immunity and didn't let anybody sue them and then they took the tainted vaccines and shipped them to india or africa and kept selling them even though they knew they were tainted huh these people are evil See, that was the setback. The setback was they took their mask off and we all saw who they were. The setback was they pushed too hard. They got too confident. They got too prideful and too sure of themselves. And humanity noticed, started looking around, and decided to take a little closer look into who this Bill Gates fellow is and what the hell is he doing on that airplane? <laughs> 20, 20, 30 times. I think I said this on Twitter. I don't know if I said it on the show yet. But, you know, there's a little town in Colorado where my grandparents live. They moved there when I was probably 10 or something. And I used to go there every summer for two weeks at a time. I know the place like the back of my hand. It feels like a second home there. 
I don't know, every back street, every alley. I know the f- little pharmacy where the, the bear came in one time, and that's an old story, and the, the fudge shop that's in the, the basement of the others. Like, I know it so well. I know it like the back of my hand. It feels like a second home. I've probably been there 15 times in total. I mean, even just once a year. I mean, you really can't get there that many times. Bill Gates has been to Jeffrey Epstein's island like 30-something times. Think about your favorite vacation spot somewhere that you think of as a, as a second home. You've probably been there less than Bill Gates has been to Jeffrey Epstein's Island. You get like this. What, this isn't a, a passing thing. This wasn't a just, you know, casual acquaintance of his. This was like his second home for a while. Those are the people that Bill Gates was hanging out with. Those are the people that are making the plans that Bill Gates is now helping to bring about and fulfill. He says, there have been a few cases where I've run into people in public where they're yelling at me and I'm just (laughs) yelling to me that I'm putting chips into people. And that's kind of strange to see. Wow, those people really exist. It's not just some robot sending out crazy messages. No, it's human beings that are listening to what you're saying and we hate it and we hate you and we reject your plans and we will not cooperate with your schemes. And we're calling you out and we know about it. And yeah, it, uh, you know, gosh, it sure would be easy if we were all just dumb robots that you could program, uh, but we're not. So we're on to you. We know what you're up to. Bill Gates We've already is- stopped you. We've already defeated you. We've already won, Bill Gates. It's just going to get worse. Hope you know that. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Put him on pause again. Hey, Frank, do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help? As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free Press needs your help, Frank. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
never changes, folks. The mindset of the liberals. It must have been one of the first things that I did here at InfoWars was run camera for Owen as we went and talked to impeach Trump protesters outside of the county office building here in Austin. Trump was visiting, uh, I guess it was after Hurricane Harvey's. Maybe this was 2018 or so. But it was probably one of our most popular videos at the time ever. Millions of views. And all it was was Owen walking around asking protesters who were standing. There were signs saying impeach Donald Trump and just saying for what? That was it. That was the question. We didn't get a single answer. Not a single answer. Hundreds of people at this rally, or dozens at least, and not a single one of them could enumerate a single crime Trump had committed, single problem they had with him, and they were shocked that they would even be expected to have a reason. Yeah, I want to impeach Trump. Okay, why? Uh, what? What? Why? What do you mean why? I want him gone. Okay, you, you have nothing. You just are unhappy that your side lost. At least when we talk about Joe Biden being an illegitimate president, we're like the mail-in ballots, the the scheme to fortify the election, the zuck bucks, the uh, mules, you know, ballot harvesting, the mysterious pause at midnight, the fake water main break. Like it's just like evidence after evidence after of suspicious things that have never been explained. They've never been disproven. They've been ignored. They've been, you know demonized by the mainstream media, but they've never been addressed. Like, we have our reasons. We have our explicit reasons. Or Joe Biden, it's like Afghanistan, the Chinese spies, and his son. Remember, do you remember Hunter Biden selling artwork that was him literally spitting paint on a canvas and selling it for $400,000 and selling it to anonymous buyers? Just open money laundering, right? I mean, just pervasive pervasive crowd but it it never changes since trump got into office since before he was even in office the leftists have had a visceral hatred of this guy and a complete and they want him gone and they don't care what the reason is now we're going to impeach him for ukraine no he's a russian agent no he's interfering with the investigation into him being a russian agent oh he he fired somebody that he actually hired i mean all these things are impeachable offenses to the minds of idiots to the minds of people who just want something and are just making up reasons that they want it, that they deserve it. Rasmussen reports, 80% of Democrats think Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Oh, it's a big statement. And again, I imagine if you had these people at a protest holding signs that said you're an existential threat to our republic, and you asked them why, you would get the same answer you'd get when Owen Schroyer asked them why they wanted Donald Trump impeached. They would be shocked that you would even expect a reason. What have they done? Wow, January 6th? Okay. They wandered around the Capitol. I know it's something we, we say probably every single day here, but it's worth it to just really drive home the fact that January 6th was a legitimately peaceful protest. And this is something Alex said that I hadn't really realized, but it was a dud. They wanted – they'd spent a year burning cities. 
and hammering in the message that you know items, objects, property is not worth anything. That destroying property is a perfectly valid way to show your rage. That committing violence and rioting is not just understandable. It's explicitly allowed. It's the best possible way to get your message across. It, you know, The reaction that we heard for an entire year was the more violent and insane and destructive you are, the more rapidly we will enact the policies that you want. The more we will listen to you, the open ears and open wallets and open minds. As we heard for a year, they programmed the leftists into this at least, and they expected January 6th as they launch flashbangs into the peaceful crowd, as their undercover agents break windows and start fights, as Antifa's caught in the bushes changing from their black block outfits to their Trump supporter outfits to go start trouble. They expected Trump supporters to burn the Burn the place down. They expected them to smash statues and tear down banners, destroy artwork, nothing of the sort. The guy who stole an envelope from Pelosi's office left a quarter there to pay for it. Like the most peaceful, respectful, moderate protest you've ever seen. The only people who died were protesters who were murdered by the police. They were celebrating the police. It's worth it to remind you that if you were to ask these people what is evidence that Republicans are extremists and threaten the very foundation of a republic, the only thing they could possibly point to is January 6th. And the reality of January 6th was that it was a 99.999% peaceful protest with about 0.001% of the people actually involved in violence and the most extreme and deadly violence was – exclusively from the authorities to the protesters. So that's the only thing they could possibly have, so they have nothing. They have nothing at all. But they all believe it because they've been told it. Because time and time again, just like Hitler or Goebbels or whoever said, like you just repeat the lie enough and it just becomes the truth. You just say the same thing over and over and over and you have the media saying it and big tech saying it and the politicians saying it and international politicians saying it and the head of the FBI saying it. Gosh, it must be true. (laughs) Because, I mean, either it's true or the entire establishment is corrupt and engaged in a single monolithic conspiracy to destroy America. (laughs) And I refuse to believe that. So it's got to be that Republicans are domestic terrorists. Eighty percent, 62 percent strongly agree with this. Oh, Oh, they're very scared. Again, they have no idea. They have nothing. They have absolutely nothing to point to. That would be evidence of this. They have no stats. They have no videos, just nothing. But it's not about conscious thought. It's not about logic or, you know, having some sort of baseline understanding of what is real. It's about parroting what you've been told unquestioningly. Again, I would love to be able to go, look, this is just the this is just the elites, this is just the blue buds. The average Democrat doesn't believe this. Apparently 80% of them do. Apparently 80% of half of this country is sitting there watching their neighborhoods devolve into chaos, watching their friends and family die from drug overdoses, from drugs brought across the border, manufactured by the communist Chinese, sitting there watching. Migrants be bussed into their 
cities and their city amenities being overwhelmed. Watching the crime rates spike, the murder rates spike, watching corruption disintegrate the entire concept of justice at this point. And they're sitting there going, you know who's, you know who's really the biggest threat? It's a farmer in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a, it's a conservative father of three from Idaho. That's the real danger here. They're just being raped on the train while other people are just like filming it, and they're just like, at least it's not a Trump supporter. At least it's not domestic terror. At least my forced sodomy on this train isn't a threat to the, to the republic, to the great republic that I don't believe in because I'm a Democrat. I believe in democracy. I don't know. Insane morons. I don't know what else are you supposed to say. Are they insane? Are they stupid? Does it matter? Are they evil? Are they ignorant? Does it matter? No, it doesn't. It's all the same conclusion. It's all the same outcome. And they are salivating. You know, another good example. We had the story yesterday. I think it was John Cornyn actually gave a flag to Dr. Simone Gold when she was let out of prison for, again, wandering through the Capitol. And in the Twitter thread after, I should have grabbed it. It was like every single person was saying, we have to, we have to kick him out of Congress. And they all had a different reason. It's like, oh, Amendment 14, we can kick him out for that. No, no, we can kick him out because he's a traitor. We should throw him in jail. And there's all just viciously angry at John Gore. Just do whatever you can. Just destroy his life. Eliminate his, him from competition. And it's all just because they're greedy and stupid. Folks, if you are tired of being stupid, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get BrainForce Plus. It is now 50% off. It'll kick that noggin into hyperdrive, and you can see through the lies and disinformation of the divisive scoundrels that have taken over this country. You, too, can see the world for what it is. BrainForce Plus, 50% off. InfoWarsStore.com. Donald Trump and the Magna Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face. And the Matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the Matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys... They stage an event. This is Operation Matador. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. They are following a very simple scheme here, a very simple plan, very simple agenda that we've been calling out since long before they've gotten to the stage that they're currently on, which is that you remove your 
political competition from the internet. You do that first. Then you demonize them continuously, a continual onslaught, a steady stream of manufactured conflict, lies, suspicions. Every day you'll see something. I I, I was writing a new uh, pitch meeting skit about Ukraine, and – I was thinking about you know having it start off with the with one of the characters asking about Ukraine before the Ukraine war started and the the character that represents the new world order going to stop asking questions stop looking at that stop stop looking into things and it's like what there's some sort of phone call f the eu what's going on here there's a coup happening there's a and it's like just stop it stop looking pay no attention ukraine what is that i've never even heard of it and <laughs> and so uh i just thought okay you know I was like, I wonder, wonder what the distraction was at that time. I had no idea, but I was like, all right, let's say February of this year, early February of this year. I wanted to have the character be like, you know, one character's like, what's going on over there in Ukraine? The other character's like, uh, did you see what Trump was doing? Did you see what Trump was doing? Look, Trump, uh, Trump something, something. The other guy like, what? Trump, ah, oh, that guy's the worst. He just gets totally distracted from the real goings on by some sort of manufactured Trump crisis. I just wrote this line, just knowing, just having, just... You know, being in this enough, just going, there was something. There was there at every day, every hour, there is some sort of manufactured crisis. And so, of course, I just went to Google, go to the news tab, type Trump, set it to the uh, time period just at the beginning of February of this year. And of course, there it is. There's the exact. It was like, uh, Trump defies subpoena from New York Attorney General. This could be the end of Trump. It's like constant, it's every day. So, that's step two, right? First you silence them, then you demonize them. You get everybody worked up into a froth and a lather of, of anger and fear and righteous indignation at these enemies of the republic. Can't tell you why. Couldn't tell you what they did that made them enemies of the republic. But they're sure of it because they've heard it over and over every day continuously. You hear a lie every hour of your life. You're going to start to believe it. That's just human nature. And now they're acting on it. Tucker Carlson Spent a while on his show with this, saying this is a full-blown political purge. Carl, Carl, uh, Tucker Carlson obtains DOJ subpoenas targeting Trump allies as they systematically go through and round up their political opponents, anybody who would stand up to them. We're going to get into this a little bit more and hopefully, again, illustrate the, the nature of the deep state and the reality of the say-behind networks and the – permanent political class operating with complete impunity above the law and doing everything they can to eradicate the actual Republican foundations of this country that is override and abolish the ability of the American people to vote on their representatives who actually serve their interests. I mean they're already doing it. Marjorie Taylor Greene was subjected to a damn interrogation about this sort of stuff. And it would be one thing if just nothing was happening, but the bizarre part is it's the opposite of reality. And this video illustrates it. It's from Breitbart. Here's Biden's speech and the reality. Let's watch. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. Then they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to 
to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. The willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. There is no place for political violence in America, period, none, ever. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith here. You're watching The American Journal. Very excited to take your phone calls. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call about anything. 1-877-789-2539. We're going to be talking about Greece and Turkey. A little follow-up to the ongoing fulfillment of an ancient prophecy. No, I'm not kidding. And we'll get into all the various proofs that we're seeing. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, the, the, the collapse is on, the purge is on, whatever you want to call it. It's on. It's the New World Order. It's the Great Reset, and it's... Destroying humanity. You really can't overstate this. And folks, if you want to read more into anything that I cover on this show, of course, you can go to my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. You can also go to offlimits.news and uh, sign up there. Because I really don't have time to get into the details of all these stories, but I encourage you, go research them yourself. And if you go and see a story that I haven't started covering, call in and let me know your thoughts on it. We'll get into it. Just a few of these stories under the crime section. Houston Chronicle asks, Republicans say violent crime is up. Dems say it's down. What does the data say? Uh, It says that it's up. There you go. That could have been a one-sentence article, I think. (laughs) It's up. It's up. It's undeniably up. Every data set everywhere says it's up. Your personal experience probably says it up, says it's up. We even know why it's up. It's up because you idiots defunded the police and installed Soros-funded DAs who refused to prosecute criminals. We don't just know that it's up. We know why it's up and who's causing it to be up. It's this is not confusing, even a little bit. We played the video last week of Reverend Ed Young of Houston's Second Baptist Church calling his hometown the most dangerous city in America and urging congregates to oust left-wing progressives from local office. They put that in quotes. They put that in quotes like like they aren't really left-wing progressives. See, that's the way – that's where the Democrats succeed and Republicans fail. You call out somebody on the far right and Republicans are like, screw that guy. Send him to prison. Murder his family. Bury him out back. We hate that guy. Far right. Blech. I'm only slightly far right. <laughs> the left, the, the leftists, the Democrats, they're just like left wing progressives. <laughs> Those don't exist. <laughs> they just give total cover to the far left, insane people in their party. Just full on, just refuse to even acknowledge that, that they're a thing, right? 
to oust left-wing progressives. <laughs> From local office, Democrat county leaders insist crime is down. <laughs> well, they're liars, so I don't know what to say about you. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, they can insist whatever they want. They can insist the sky is red and, and the up is down. They might do that. They insist that men can get pregnant. So <laughs> the Republican challengers are staking their uh, campaigns on the opposite assertion, saying crime is out of control and Democrats are to blame. Oh, gee, they can't both be right. Gosh. Thank goodness we have the media here to, to sort this out. Let's see what they uh, let's see what they have to say. Well, the next sentence is: While violent crime has spiked in Houston and Harris County, oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, the same can be said of nearly every large city and county in the nation. Oh, okay, this is the inflation is an international problem excuse because you have Democrats in every city doing the same thing, causing crime to rise everywhere. Somehow that gives your local officials an excuse to to do it how does that make any sense democrats say crime is down republicans say crime is up while crime is up massively and very much so it's spiking in fact we use the term spike to represent the trajectory straight up of the violent crime rate so it's the republicans are definitely right about this and it absolutely is true but we're going to rate it false because it's also spiking elsewhere hmm Incredible. People fall for this. Like that's the crazy thing. People read this and they go, well, yeah, see, the crime is everywhere. It's not It's not Lena Hidalgo's fault. It's not our leadership's fault. I can ignore the problems I've caused. Thank you, media. Thank you, mainstream media. Thank you, newspaper. Crime is spiking in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Yeah, so who cares if it's spiking in Harris County also? Many of which have far higher rates of murder and other violent crime. Oh, well, good. <laughs> sure, your mom got murdered. Sure, somebody broke into your house and shot your dad in the head. But there's more murder going on in Philadelphia, so shut up. So stop complaining. So get over it already. Sure, we enacted the policy. We released the criminal. We allowed him back on the street. We defunded the police, so when you called 911, no one was there to – to help you we made it harder for you to get a gun so you couldn't defend yourself but hey there's other people dying in chicago so have fun at the funeral okay shut up shut up and die like what is this i don't even want to spend time on this article but it's like every every one of these articles oh it's just insane they say it's not a Republican thing or a Democrat thing, especially with the increase over the last four years. It's been a national increase, clearly, said New Orleans-based criminologist Jeff Asher, who added that Houston's murder rate is in the middle of the pack for major American cities. Hmm. Oh, okay. So just tens of thousands of murders then. Great. Oh, fantastic. I won't worry about it then. It's not a Republican thing or a Democrat thing, except it is because it's all Democrats, except it's entirely and completely Democrats, except for the Democrats spent two years – defunding the police and demonizing police and stealing money from responsible police departments to give to irresponsible ones and suggesting things like here in Austin that they blow up the police headquarters as a symbolic gesture. Psychopaths. They expect us not to remember this? 
What are they talking about? But again, this is the this is the two arms. This is the one-two punch of the new world order. The one hand is the government. It destroys your sense of safety. It destroys your peace. It ruins your life. It lets criminals out onto the street. It causes the crime rate to spike. That's the first punch. But that second punch is the media telling you, we don't know why this is happening and there's nothing we can do about it. This isn't a consequence of explicit and deliberate policy that everybody can read about. We don't remember the last couple of years and the vitriolic hatred of law enforcement across this country. Really incredible. Further complicating the debate, <laughs> again, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know. Do people not know what, what they're doing here? Like can people not see what is happening when they – just every sentence, every word and every sentence is a deliberate psychological lever that they're pulling. Further complicating the debate. See, the just that that sentence seems simple, innocent. The debate's not complicated though. See what they're what they're implying with this is that the debate is somehow complicated. That nobody knows, you know, further complicating the debate's already complicated, right? Oh gosh. On one side you've got Democrats defunding the police and releasing criminals. On the other side you've got Republicans who want rule of law and order and peace, and it's just so complicated to know who's at fault for the rising crime rates. We just don't know. It's complicated. So what's further complicating this, again, it's just, I I don't know if people, like, we need, like, a media literacy campaign in this country. Just teach people the very subtle, but very impactful way that they warp your mind, that just by insinuating and suggesting that the debate is complicated already, they're muddying the waters so that they can further deceive you down the line. Might seem like a small thing, this offhand remark, but it's not. It's evidence of a deliberate pattern that is replete throughout this hilarious article of lies and deception. The rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant, and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as going to get. But then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, green fiber capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsTore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsTore.com and look up green fiber capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, 
thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high-quality charcoal. Not only fluoride-free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we're going to go out to your phone calls here. And I didn't mean to spend this much time on this article, but it it really is a masterclass in the deception and the tactics carried out by the establishment. Again, that that two-armed beast, that two-headed beast of the government and their wingmen in the media. This is, this is like decoding the deception. That's what this is. Because it's all, it's all in here, right? What I say all the time about the media is their, their role, their job, their talent really is telling you the truth but leaving you believing a lie. Right? They have to use facts. They have to use things that they can account for, things that they have evidence for. They have to tell you the truth. They can't just openly lie to you, but they have to phrase it and frame it and couch it in a way that when you're done reading it, you don't remember the exact words, but you're left with just a sense, a feeling, a belief that is completely wrong and counterfactual. And they do this in a a myriad of different ways, some that we've discussed before, acting like, ah, this is complicated. Ah, Nobody knows. It's a debate that's happening, and we can't tell. It's not a Republican or Democrat issue because – We refuse to acknowledge that it is. So it's just, again, those are the types of things that you can lie about. You can't prove – I mean, well, you could. You could. You can prove very easily that it is a Republican versus Democrat issue. But when you phrase it in a sort of vague way, you can get away with lies in that way. But, you know, if I'm just looking at just the the factual assertions in this article, you have things like, Houston has seen a sharp rise in homicides each in the last two years. 43% surge in homicides from 2019 to 2020. 2021 marked the city's deadliest year in over three decades. 632 homicides last year, a 12% increase from the previous year, right? The evidence, just the facts, the individual data points show you everything you need to know. Crime is spiking. Crime is rising. They're defunding the police and crime is going up. They're relaxing bail requirements. And the people getting out are committing crime and violence is expanding. Like when you just look at the data points, it's obvious what's going on. But each one of these truthful data points is couched and fully protected by a phalanx of deceptive practices. And and this this whole paragraph is just uh, just a beautiful example of the rhetorical trickery I'm talking about. This guy Adams says – Certainly, the crime issue has been a staple for the Republican side, says Adams, the director of TSU's Master of Public Administration's program. Ooh, an academic. Quote, they feel they can galvanize and gin up voter support by running on an anti-crime platform. It's nothing new for them. You can go back to Richard Nixon 
in terms of being tough on crime and law and order. Again, do people not see what this is when they read it? Are you not capable of understanding the most simplistic rhetorical manipulations? And it really does – it just feels like – I would love to be able to say "Ah, Republicans and Democrats are both on the same side and we're above all of that. But really it just seems like Democrats are this conniving, scheming, hyper-intelligent, with no morals, just thief, just doing everything he can to trick and deceive and twist and manipulate. And the Republicans are just like, I don't want to be murdered. (laughs) Republicans are just like – Everybody keeps getting murdered, and I don't like getting murdered. (laughs) Crime is out of control, you guys. Crime is off the charts. You admit it right here. It's skyrocketing. It's spiking. It's everywhere. It's not good, you guys. Crime is out of control. And the left is like, yes, they're using this tactic to try to gin up support. This goes all the way back to Richard Nixon. It's a sophisticated tactic that they're using to try to bring out people to support law and order, which we know is just a a racist overtone. It's just like – No, we're just sick of being murdered. We just want crime to stop. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? But so I can't I can't do the whole ah, there's only two. It's because one side is just pathological in their deception. And that's what they're doing here. And you have to understand it. This is not just a throwaway thing. They say it over and over. It's it's a cliche at this point. But this is what they do. They take a legitimate concern that Republicans have and they twist it and they very subtly they insinuate that Republicans don't really care about crime. We don't we don't care about being murdered. We don't care about being able to jog down the street without being shoved into the trunk of a car and disappeared. No, we don't care about that. We just want the votes. We're just desperate for the votes. Why? Because we like like what do what do they th- you know, there's no there's no th- real thorough consideration gone into this. They just know they can trick dumb people into ignoring the actual concerns of Republicans by framing it as a political maneuver rather than what it actually is, concern for our basic safety. So this whole whole article is just a masterclass in deception, a masterclass in lies and manipulation, and they have to admit that crime is spiking. It's entirely due to the Republicans. They are – simultaneously incompetent and hopelessly corrupt, uh, but – When you read this, you'll see the evidence that proves that point, but you'll be left with this idea that it's all confusing. And and actually, they say – I'll finish up with this and then go out to phone calls because because they say – and this is it. This this really sums it all up. You say this year's commissioner's court election offers a stark choice between Republicans who are pitching a return to the country's traditional focus on public safety and infrastructure and Democrats who have pushed for a more expansive role, including social services for county government. See, that's that's it in a nutshell. The reality is the Republicans simply want to live in a civilization where criminals are punished for the crimes they commit and innocent people are protected from the vicious predators that are attacking them, and Democrats are doing everything they can to release and facilitate the criminals in their criminality. But the way they portray it is Republicans want to go back in time and return to some traditional racist form of slave catching, and the Democrats want an expansive role for the government to help people who they love. If you can't see through this, You deserve the city you live in, I guess.
with that regard to the phone calls, let's go to we'll go to Tim in California first. You want to talk about this rail strike that's going to make food prices soar? Stories at hill at the hill dot com. Thanks for calling in, Tim. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. Uh, yeah, this uh, railroad shutdown uh, to threaten the economy. The railroad industry is now calling on Congress. Uh, the looming rail strike could upend the supply chain and, and make our food prices soar. They're suggesting that this would affect the economy about $2 billion daily. daily. And just to show you, uh, it would take 467,000 trucks daily. And we're already 100,000 you know, drivers short. You know, it'd take another 467,000 trucks daily to make up the shortage if they actually shut down the rails. Yeah. Just another example. Yeah. Yeah. Just another example of of America or humanity, really. It's a global phenomenon trying to get itself out of the – as soon as we're drowning in a baby pool, we could get up. We could stand up. We could stop drowning. Except every time we start to get up, another boot steps on the back of our head and shoves our face into the water. They go, gosh, you're drowning. How bad? People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long they're all three different formulas and finally back in stock massively discounted brain force ultra is available at infowarsstore.com brain force ultra back in stock infowarsstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Here I was thinking we were in the final segment of this hour. Pleasant surprise means you get to take more of your phone calls. Before we do, I want to give a a little public service announcement from a friend on Twitter. Right now, if you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you can get the Man in the Arena collectible silver coin, a beautiful piece of Americana artwork that, of course, supports the Infowars, supports us here. It's a limited run. It is a collectible that has intrinsic value, being 99 or you 0.999% pure silver. It has that intrinsic value. It also has the added value, being a beautiful work of art. And on top of all of that, it's a limited run, exclusive from Infowars, a true collectible, a true heirloom piece. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also go to 1776coin.com. But one of our listeners had a little bit of trouble checking out and applying a 
uh, code. And so if anybody listening has had this problem, he figured out what it was. And so I wanted to uh, share that with you. He said there's a bug. If you use the discount code before confirming the shipping address, it will not verify the shipping address. So he was typing in his address and it was saying, we cannot verify this address. And he was like, what's going on here? And he realized first you have to do the – first you have to fill out your address and then you can fill out your discount code. So if anybody out there is going to 1776coin.com and trying to purchase a coin and trying to use a discount code and having trouble, that might be it. So it's worth knowing if you're going to use a discount code, enter it after you verify the shipping address. He says it will error no matter what the shipping address you put in. I removed the discount code to see if it would verify the shipping. It did, and then I added the code back, and it worked fine. So you can still do the discount code. You can still get it shipped to your house. You just have to do it in the proper uh, way. So there you go. If you were thinking, darn it, I wanted to use this discount code, but it's not working. It will work. You just have to enter it after your address, 1776coin.com, to get the man in the arena, Teddy Roosevelt commemorative silver coin. I need to get myself one of those. I need to complete my collection. With that, we go out to the phone calls. Tony in Minnesota called in yesterday about an IMF paper. We have a little a blog readout about it here. Reimagining money in the age of crypto and central bank digital currency. Thank you so much for calling in. Tony, you're on the air. Hi, thank you so much for uh, taking my call again. For anybody who just uh, missed it yesterday, going to Google IMF moneyreimagined.pdf is where I got this from. Uh, IMF uh, put out International uh, Monetary Fund, put out on September 1st, right before um, Joe Biden's speech, this huge 68-page document. And then for some odd reason, they updated it on September 3rd, although I have the original. Um, so in this document, I uh, laid out for you yesterday what um, this, all the arms that they, they told all nations that they need to... Um, uh, I must call for a global response, um, the coordinated so they can fill regulatory gaps, inherently cross-sector, cross-border issuance, a level of playing field. So I just want to continue on that, if you don't mind. Sure. And let me just uh, just interrupt you and set the stage here. I, I have a printout yeah. here from the blog. It's from IMF.org. It's not the PDF itself, but it lays out what's said in the, in the PDF. And it says, regulation is key. The regulatory fabric is being woven and a pattern is expected to emerge, explained the IMF's Aditya Narain and Marina Moretti. The longer this takes, they argue, the more national authorities will get locked into differing regulatory frameworks. They call for a global coordinated regulation to bring order to markets, help instill consumer confidence and provide a safe space for innovation. So, yes, they are calling for a global coordinated regulation. In other words, a global coordinated central bank digital currency, a worldwide monetary system. Yes. So I was piecing together some of the puzzle pieces, and I wanted to let you know uh, something that hasn't been reported yet. But um, uh, so on page 23 of this document that um, you can also follow, they go on to say, we will soon publish two papers on these topics. And then they give out the team that they're going to publish the papers with. And they say the papers will lay out initial blueprint for such platforms. And they say it remains to be explored, debated, and eventually done. And they say the effort's certainly worth it, if anything, to avoid embarrassing questions about what happens today behind the cloak of bilateral handshakes. 
And I want to follow that up with uh, one more interesting fact. If you then go to page 49 of the document, not the uh, PDF, the actual document, page 49, uh, it says in July 2022, it gives a really cool graphic. The United States went into research for their CBDC. Hmm, that's interesting. Why specifically July of 2022? Well, um, I'm one of uh, the globalists who also worked on uh, the Jasper project in uh, put out there, um, which was Canada's uh, first CBDC experiment, um, who was working on that, his name is Rod Garrett, moved and uh, worked for Bank of International Settlement in July of 2022. So when he moved to Switzerland to work on uh, this CBDC for the United States in July of 2022, that is when the research for the United States version of the International uh, Monetary Fund's CBDC um, came into play. And then what comes next? They say, well, in uh, two months, they're going to, in a few months, they're going to be uh, giving out the blueprint, which then that graphic shows you the proof of concept is next. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're waiting on. And then a few days ago, uh, Jerome Powell came out and said on September 9th that, you know, we're waiting on CBDCs. We're going to wait for the Congress and President to uh, uh, make their call. So we know what they're waiting on. They're waiting for the proof of concept to be made, the right. uh, blueprint to be published, and then they're going to make their call on whether to launch the pilot. Right. So and I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, and they're, and they're waiting for the authorities, right, the real government, the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum and the global government to consolidate all of these various CBDCs into one singular structure that they can right. implement worldwide. Yeah, they're, they're, they're awaiting approval and you know, full marching orders from the unelected billionaires that have appointed themselves as our neo-feudal overlords. We covered this story. Yeah. We, we covered this I story. I thought it was just – And this, this was from uh, May of 2020. So, I mean, this has been going on for months. They've been actively engaged in this. Uh, nine out of ten central banks exploring digital currency, says the Bank of International Settlements. So a survey conducted in 2021 by the Bank of International Settlements found more than half of central banks are developing CBDCs or running concrete exper- experiments. It's, it's more than half. It's nine out of ten of them, and that was in May of this year. And so, yeah, as they point out, they're like, yeah, we can't have all these different central banks with their own programs. We have to consolidate them into one. But go ahead. You were about to say something, Tony. I was just going to say, I just thought it was really interesting that the same person who developed and worked on, actually the same team, MIT and the University of California, um, same team that developed Canada's system for the CBDC, um, who uh, admittedly said in their Jasper project um, that they are to use middleware hardware so that the government can intervene in CBDCs that are issued out, um, is then moving to Switzerland in July of 2022, and the IMF then publishes, we're working with that same team to give out that proof of concept and then eventually pilot. Yep, and I don't remember who it was, if it was the, it was the head of either the international, or the Bank of International Settlements or uh, the the World Bank, that big fat guy looks like a cartoon character, he looks like he's he's overinflated, right, he looks like a 
a ball with too much air in it. And he was there oh. saying, yeah, these digital central bank digital currencies will be great because we'll be able to surveil and monitor and approve or disprove every single purchase, every single dollar spent will be in our purview within our kin and we'll be able to manipulate or or you know, decide that actually this transaction is not going to go through anymore because we don't like who it is. So you're going to have a digital central bank digital currency that will be tied to a global digital currency that is completely based on nothing, but it will be inextricably tied to your biometric reality, your face scan, and maybe a chip in your hand, and maybe even the digital vaccine passports as Germany's rolling out. It's all coming, folks. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only in the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean out of control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. Brain Force Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This Brain Force Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, Brain Force Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Brain Force Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We're going to go out to your phone calls again. We're actually going to be joined by Tim Lasley himself, the man in the arena. Talk to him about what you can do, his tactics on how to find targets for his peaceful demonstrations that can be so effective and get so much attention online like the one that we played earlier of him very politely informing bill gates that he's gonna have to face a trial pretty soon so very excited to talk to him at 10 30 we're going to be taking your phone calls throughout i did just notice that you know there's these content these themes these threads of continuity that you find throughout the manipulations of the new world order and one of their favorite terms now is reimagine. They're reimagining everything. Don't you picture like a you picture like Disney World, the, the Imagineers. They're reimagining justice to where it doesn't exist anymore. 
And, of course, that's what the title of the, the, the – really, it's, it's, the, it's the lock on the tiger cage, right, the central bank digital currencies. It's the final move. It's the clanging shut of the prison planet door. And, of course, they call it reimagining money. We're reimagining money. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of these themes, one of these strings of continuity, whether they are destroying justice, destroying the concept of money, destroying uh, your, your beloved cultural icons, right? They're reimagining Lord of the Rings. They're reimagining Star Wars. They're reimagining Star Trek. Well, they just love reimagining things. I think it's kind of appropriate because it's all in their imagination. It's all completely in their minds. It's really wild. I love this. We'll go we'll go out to your phone calls in a second, but just very quickly, very quickly, we'll touch on this story. <laughs> I gotta be honest. This is embarrassing. I am embarrassed on her behalf. Dim Mayer says spending taxpayer money on luxury plane trips was necessary because she's a black woman. This is funny because it's kind of like it's kind of like when they ask John Kerry or Bill Gates why he has to take a private plane. And they're like, because I have to. I just I have to. This is she's like, well, you're still using same carbon as everybody else. You're just paying tens of thousands of dollars and getting served champagne. Well, it happens. Why? Why do you feel the need to spend? I believe the total was something like thirty thousand dollars on luxury plane flat, uh, plane trips. Her excuse is because she's a black woman. <laughs> I got to be honest. I think if you're going to be do, if you're going to be making a statement this absurd, you might as well just go full Dale Gribble, just go pocket sand style, right? When you're asked this sort of question, it would be less embarrassing. For you to reach into your pocket, grab a handful of sand, and throw it in the eyes of the reporter and run away. That would be less embarrassing, in my opinion, than trying to claim that, as a black woman, it is unsafe to fly coach. Come on. Come on. Literally, I would make, it would make more sense. Like, if this, you know, Democratic mayor of New Orleans, LaToya Cantrell, asserted she was, that it was necessary to spend tens of thousands of dollars on tax, uh, taxpayer dollars on luxury pr- plane trips because, as a black woman, she would have been unsafe flying economy. That is literally less embarrassing than if it was like, when asked why she had to spend thousands of dollars on luxury plane flights, Democratic mayor of New Orleans, LaToya Cantrell, threw sand in the reporter's eyes and ran away. <laughs> it's like, well... Yeah, it makes sense. We got about as much truth out of it as <laughs> as possible. That's what it feels like. This is the rhetorical version of just throwing sand in your eye and running away. Yeah, it's racism. <laughs> racism. Run away. All right. Uh, luxury trips to Switzerland. Hilarious. And of course, it. it it's not just an arbitrary thing. It's actually in violation of the law. They're required to purchase the least expensive tickets if they're going to uh, travel. And she went with the, the most expensive because she's a black woman, you understand. Why are you so corrupt, ma'am? It's because I'm a black woman. Well, hold on. Hold on now. Wait a second. What do you mean? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Oh, it means I'm unsafe flying coach. Oh, all right. Because I took that the other way. Okay. That's fine. Let's go out to your phone calls now. <laughs> Uh, Jordan in New Jersey wants to talk about COVID research money. Thanks for calling in, Jordan. You're on the air. 
Good morning, Harrison. Hope you are well. I'm great. Today. Thank you. Good. Um, doing a great job. Um, the analogy to the tiger was wonderful this morning, so thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Um, that was really good. Uh, so it was more metaphorical, I should say. So uh, in any event, I just wanted to call and say and, and echo some of the comments that Peter Bregan, I think, made uh, on the War Room with Christy Lee recently uh, about where some of this funding is going now for whatever these vaccines actually are, mm. uh, which are multiple theories. So uh, if we look back, all the uh, research, for instance, of Charles Lieber was done with um, NIH grant funding as well as Department of Defense. I talked about this earlier. I, I called you, I think, a week or two ago. So um, what's happening now is that they're tagging anything now um, as COVID-19 you know, uh, research, and that people should immediately see as a tag for whatever this technology is and the long-term plan. Um, and I just want to urge everybody to think of it that way, uh, conceptually. Um, so kind of in the same way that hospitals would get extra funding if they claimed it was a COVID death, you're saying scientists will get extra funding if they claim it's COVID research that they're doing? Exactly. That's one point. And the other point is the research is usually toward this end, which is injecting this technology into people, right. which they want to have happen. So all the viral technology was actually, Ralph Barrick and all this other stuff, was actually set up to do a lot of these things, to use the molecular aspect of how vaccines get into cells, okay, as a, as, as a way to get into the cell without killing it and so forth. Right. Hi- so hijacking, hijacking the very function and mechanic of your individual cells. It's horrifying. Correct. Yeah. As well, yeah, and synthesizing virus components that do that, right? right. So that right. they can then set up the rest of the technology, which is a, um, you know, it's various, multifaceted, right? Right. Uh, multifarious. Yeah, it's, so it's a delivery just, platform for any nefarious thing you want to inject in, yeah. Well, yeah, and so recently, and this goes, uh, you had that caller that uh, on the IMF and the digital currency push, right after the dust kind of settled, Recently, not only with this digital currency push where they're looking for the technology, they're also trying to increase the technology for whereby it could be measured, as you were referring to, with the chip inside, what have you. Mm. So they're now issuing new pat- patents. And so the patents are exactly the technology that they put in here that work the best. Mm. But recently, Ralph Barrick has started releasing stuff. T- totally gain of function. You can go on a patent record, look up Ralph Barrick, look at his latest thing, and you know, he's using direct NIH funds because it's, quote, unquote, just about a virus, right? right. Um, the Charles Lieber research is coming out. He's doing through a cutout that's part of his group, a Chinese person. Most of the, all the rest of the people are Chinese out of the, guess where, the Technical University of Wuhan. Right. Now, they're the ones now releasing the technology that worked. And I'd like to urge everybody to look at the fifth columns findings with Dr. Canberra where he actually went in through an optical microscope and saw certain patterns, especially in the Janssen shots, because they were in Europe, so they used what they had mostly over there. Right. Well, they've just patented exactly what Canberra found, you know, whatever it was, a year and a half ago, uh, to yeah. the, and the oh exact picture and mm-hmm. match it. So, so yeah. I just want to, I want to disclose that. I'm gonna, I guess I have to release the book, and then at that point, maybe I'll get on the show, but I, I'll, you know, I'll... 
I'll I'll come up with something, and then Heck, at that point just, when they've been, if you want if you want to write a book, or if you just want to do a video that we can play, you know, uh, you clearly okay. have a great understanding of this, and you can compile the article articles that you know illustrate what you're talking about. I would love to play okay. it. I'd love to have you on to talk more about this. I do want to get to other callers. I'm we have, we have really good callers today, so I'm letting them go for a while. But I feel bad because other people are on hold. But thank you so much for the call, Jordan. You've given us a lot to look into today, from uh, Charles Lieber to Ralph Barrick to Doctor Canberra, and of course we know uh, last two weeks ago, August thirtieth. EcoHealth Alliance and Boston University were awarded a million dollars to predict and prevent future pandemics. EcoHealth, you know, the people that created COVID. Incredible stuff. Thank you so much for that call, Jordan. Let's go to Venture in California. We only have about a minute left here, Venture, but you are on the air, sir. I'll make this as soon as I can. Um, I posted this photo on Getter. My Getter account is BMS underscore talk show in all caps about the high school propaganda and, and a photo that I've taken a picture of of the LGBTQ agenda. Um, this is getting ridiculous that they are putting these schools and pushing this on children. And next, I interviewed somebody on my talk show, BMSTalkShow.com. Um, he is running for president. His name is Anthony Hudson. I was thinking maybe you can get him on the air. And last and final word, if I can talk to the crew about getting a band video account, that'd be great. Okay, awesome. Uh, tell us that getter account one more time. VMS uh, in all caps, underscore talk show, all one word in all caps. V, v as in Victor, M as in Molly, S as in show? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. We will uh, take a look at that and uh, report, on the other, report on it on the other side, folks. Stay with us. Third hour will begin in just a minute. We'll talk a little bit about international relations, oncoming global catastrophes, conflict, World War III, and prophecies from a little island off the coast of Greece. Coming up. Don't go anywhere, folks. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. Thanks for calling Ventura. We'll be back with your calls on the other side. The rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant, and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as going to get. But then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, green fiber capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsStore.com and look up green fiber capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock.